Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creative Curriculum Podcast. My name is Hannah Tanksley, and this is a weekly podcast dedicated to topics of conversation in EDUC 560 Advanced Instructional Design. I want to start the podcast episode today by just saying I really appreciate um, getting to use different types of media for discussions in EDUC 560. Um, I am definitely not new to podcasting. I have a classroom podcast that I use with my students. It is called Flourish and Forth. Um, I started Flourish and Forth about two years ago, um, and it has kind of taken off. Um, My students record weekly podcasts, and we talk about different things that are going on in the classroom. Um, We've talked about the Iditarod, and we've talked about Black History Month. And we have talked about different novels that we have read. We've talked about the Indianapolis 500. We've talked about all kinds of things. And my students have absolutely loved podcasting. I've even integrated podcasting into station work and um, morning work and different classroom routines that my students have. So podcasting is definitely something that is up and coming in the classroom. And I really think that teachers will get a lot out of it. Um, if they offer podcasting in their classroom. So I'm really glad that we have the opportunity to actually practice something like this um, in this class. I'm going to jump right in by starting a conversation about coverage versus uncoverage in the classroom. So I think that a lot of teachers every year feel like they really have a lot of materials that they have to cover in the classroom. And I think that teachers can feel very overwhelmed by the amount of things that they have to cover in the classroom because of different things um, that are really not in their hands. So number one, I think we have a set of standards that we have to follow as teachers. Those standards are given to us. We really don't have a say in what they are, but um, we have standards. Um, In Indiana, we have standards for reading, um, science, math, social studies. We also have speaking and learning standards as well as multimedia standards. There are also standards for um, like art, music, physical education. So all of those are covered at the elementary level uh, in the general education classrooms as well as specials. So at the beginning of the year, each team sits down and they create a list of priority standards. And this is something that Um, our school just requires of us. So we discuss what standards are important and what standards we might see on the state test at the end of the year um, that are really important to cover. We kind of just use our prior knowledge about um, what students really understood the previous years and what students um, did not understand and really struggled with to create our priority standards. Um, There are also somewhere on the internet, maybe it's just in my Google Drive, but um, there is a set of priority standards that are check plus. So there are some standards that are labeled green, some labeled yellow, and some labeled red. So the red standards are the least important. The yellow standards are kind of important, but not super important. And then the green standards are ones 
that have to be covered and are extremely important for each grade level. I'm not sure if that's something, I don't know where I found that, but I have it um, in my Google Drive. So lucky me. Um, the second factor in why teachers feel that coverage is so important is because of that state test. So in Indiana, we take iLearn at um, the end of the year and fourth, sorry, third through like eighth grade, I think is what it is. Um, and then there are a couple grades at the high school that also take iLearn. Not exactly sure what those um, grades are. I'm not a high school teacher. But um, anyway, um, I feel like teachers really think that they have to hustle through the standards and hustle through all those priority standards to ensure by April our students understand every single standard so that they are successful on the state test. In Indiana, our state test is called iLearn, so that's what I'll call it from here on out. Um, I really think that's ineffective. So if we are not taking our time with those standards, our students are not going to understand them. So I understand that we have to, you know, we really have to push those standards and we really have to help them to understand. And, you know, we there's just so much. There's so much that we have to cover. And um, I don't think that our students really benefit from all that coverage. So we as teachers have to figure out how we can differentiate and how we can um, integrate different ways of learning so that our students do understand um, a lot of material at once. So that enrichment piece is very, very important as we are um, teaching those standards in order for our students to be successful on Indiana iLearn. So the last thing I want to talk about when it comes to coverage in the classroom is the curriculum. We have to be um, intentional about what curriculum we are purchasing, and I hope that the administration who chooses the curriculum is doing it for the right reasons and not just because, you know, this one's the cheapest or whatever. And then I really hope that teachers are on those committees to help choose what curriculum is being um, purchased for each grade level. There are some curriculums that I have experienced that are very, very coverage based where, um, you know, there's not really room for anything else because there's just so much to cover throughout the week in one module. And students, I feel, don't really pick up on that kind of learning. But there are some teachers who, unfortunately, just feel that they have to stick to the curriculum. They have to teach from the book. And they don't really branch out to different um, differentiated teaching methods. So I think that's another thing that um, is worth mentioning is that um, the curriculum that we purchase, you know, it it is very coverage-based. As a student, um, every single year, from what I can remember, I feel like teaching was the same. Um, so I would go to class, and I would sit down, and I would read a book, and then I'd answer some questions about what I read. In math, I would hear a lecture about the material, and then I would do a couple of worksheets until it was time to go home. So that is very coverage-based. And I really feel like 
Um, a lot of teachers teach the way that they were taught. And I want to be the type of teacher who um, focuses on differentiated instruction and helping students um, branch out from the learning styles that they know. I do want to be the kind of teacher that focuses on uncovering learning rather than just coverage. Purpose of coverage is to help students to build basic knowledge of the content being taught. But I think that the purpose of uncoverage is to allow students to connect and make meaning out of the content that's being taught so that they can connect um, the material to their own lives, to the real world, so that it is engaging and so that it is effective and so that students fully understand and are able to interpret the material in their own way. I think a really good example of ways that I teach um, for uncoverage is through project-based learning because I do allow my students to have a lot of choice in what they're doing through PBL. Um, They're completing these projects for a purpose. Um, There is a driving question that they are looking to answer. And from there, it's kind of them and what they want to do. I'm guiding them. I'm giving them the materials that they need to be successful. But for the most part, students are researching. They are um, inquiring. They're working with each other, being collaborative. And they're working in all of those ways to uncover learning about whatever the topic is. So this past spring, my students... Um, did a PBL over the Indianapolis 500 because uh, it was relevant to our community in the spring um, because the Indy 500, it happens every year in May in Indianapolis. And my students were working to uncover ways in which they could help the Indianapolis 500 to be more eco-friendly. So they had to figure out how um, carbon emissions were harmful to the environment. So we had all of these discussions with scientists and students did research and we did experiments and we got to do so many different things where students actually got to uncover that learning and connect a difficult topic like carbon emissions and actually understand the purpose of this learning. And I really think that's what Uncoverage is. I think Todd Whitaker and his video um, really hit on what uncoverage is by discussing that teaching is people, not programs. You have to have good teachers in order to teach. We cannot rely on programs that most of the time aren't even written by teachers who understand what students need in the classroom. We have to as teachers, differentiate and offer student choice and give them the freedom to learn how they want to learn in our classrooms. And I really, really like that Todd Whitaker hit on that in his video. Now, universal design for learning, I think the purpose of that instructional method is to make it adaptable. So when we're thinking about gifted students, 
and using UDL with gifted students, I really don't think it's any different um, than using it with students who have um, special needs or special learning needs. So I think that we can go into the classroom and give students a topic, like I was talking about for the Indy 500 PBL I did. We can give students this topic and our gifted students are gonna take it one way that might be a level four DOK. Students that are gifted might understand it a little bit more in depth. It might be more in depth um, and not really like surface level. While my my students that have IEPs who are my uh, my SPED students, they might be very surface level with their thinking and may not understand it. However, the way that I teach it and allow my students to explore is what is going to make them the most successful. So I think that with my gifted students, if I allow them to do what they want to do with the project, they're successful with their learning. And I think that's kind of what UDL is because I'm offering them differentiated instruction. I'm allowing them to use their unique learning styles. I'm not really accommodating or modifying or really anything. I'm just giving the giving them the freedom to be responsible for their own learning while I am guiding them um, towards success. I think the overarching purpose of UDL is to ensure that all students are successful in the classroom and that all students have the opportunity to be successful with their unique learning styles and ability levels. about wraps it up for this first episode of the creative curriculum podcast um, for my EDUC 560 advanced instructional design class. Thank you so much for listening and join me next week to have more conversations related to what I am learning in advanced instructional design.